0: Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The Cubs and Cody pair up and a bunch of other little moves as well as spring training rolls on and we're having beers on the berm. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jimmy. I'm here with Jake and producer BBD Trevor Ploof, Not with us. Where is he? He's um, sick. I think he's skiing. Skiing? Yes, I think he's skiing. I think he's skiing. Spring training.
1: Supposed to be in the sun, having drinks. Jake, how are you? James Davis could still be in the sun having drinks skiing, but it'd just be cold. Uh, grinders only today. Um, mm, wow. You know, no bonus babies here. Uh, and hey, one of the Boris 4 drops. So excited to talk about that as kind of the one that seemed to be the most penciled in. Uh, and then it was me and BBD were laughing before this, Jim. They're still keeping the Boris 4 going. They elevated JD yeah. into the uh, Boris 4. Uh, Michael K
0: called them the Boris 5 on, this, on the game. Way. And I was like,
1: wait, what? Who are yeah. they including? And then I had to Google it. Yeah. So. I mean, JD got called up, and I respect that. And we actually did get some news out of him, which I was interested in. He, he did turn down a Giants offer, which I was questioning with the whole Solaire thing. So, I don't know, man. It was kind of a nice weekend. I know, like, spring training games were on. Listened to some radio and watched a little bit of ball. And, uh, yeah, you just start daydreaming about everything. Along with our TPPs. Thank you, everyone who's tuning into those. Episode a day, every day until opening day.
0: Yeah, I'm in, excited to talk the Bellinger contract through with you. I kinda wanted to talk through with Trev, but he's out because yeah, he's- I I'm very kind of torn on this these contracts. Right. Um and it's very it's interesting how we got here. So he signs Bellinger signs a a three year deal. For $80 million, the first year, $30 million. The second year, $30 million. That's 60 total now. The third year, $20 million. Now, if you look at it just like that, and obviously there's more to go, that's way less than they thought. They were, gonna, they were asked for t- upwards of $200 million um, for a long-term deal. And the way the market shook out, San Francisco got Lee from Korea. Soto goes to the Yankees in a trade. Bellinger's kind of the last one left. No one's wants that price point, so they pivot to what they did with Correa uh, when he went to the Twins. Was okay, small, ter- small, shorter term deal, higher money per year, and Bellinger can opt out after both years. So at any point, if he thinks he's played well enough that he will get similar annual money annual average dollars like 30 million a year but they'll spread it out over five years so the the total will be more he can do that if not he stays with the Cubs and they pay him 30 million again in year two and then 20 million again in year three and it's interesting it's kind of like a, a loss for Boris in a way because he wants the big old deals um but this is like the new way they're doing it so I guess what your thoughts when you heard the structure in terms? Do you like it?
1: I just saw Dan Rourke go check out Blitzball Battle 4. Uh, I do like it. I do like it. I, I like it. And, you know, sometimes I wonder, like, if this is just lazy. But I, I like it for every side. Oh, um, okay, good. I'm the exact opposite. So okay. I'm excited. But I'm not, like, coming at it hot. Right. I could right. be swayed pretty easily. I I'm guess, trying to figure out where I stand here. I guess here's, here's what I like. From the start. Cody Bellinger was going to have a unique free agency. Like, you, what what can you truly pencil in? He had some years that were really tough. They think they were injury-related. Uh, he had a shoulder injury. Hopefully, he's just straight out of the woods with that, and he's going to be the Cody Bellinger we saw last year. But if you're a team, you're naturally a little skeptical, right? Like, I, I think that's fair. Um, that I was wondering if we were going to get here with the contracts, because what this has turned into, for me... And maybe this is a little too much of my watch and guts brain kicking in. But basically, Cody Bellinger has three years to have a good season. And then he can opt out again. So, he, in my Two head, years, really? Well, three. Because he gets that third year of the contract that's still $20 million. So, if he hits on that third year, he would hit free agency, I think, still at 31 32 So, basically, Cody is giving himself three years to have a good season. And I would bet in those three years, he's going to do that. Um, And he's going to opt out and leave again. And if you're the Chicago Cubs, your whole thing is you didn't want to risk giving him $200 million. um, And then the back half of that contract could get ugly quick. So um, he, in my head, I'm viewing it as Cody Bellinger got himself basically a $50 million insurance policy for the next two years. Uh, And if he clicks in one of these three seasons, he's going to hit free agency and get another bag. So, I I don't know. In a way, I think we're looking for free agency, free agent contracts to become a little more rewarding. Like, one of the overlooming things on baseball for a little bit is like, hey, if you give out one of those big contracts, it's going to hurt you. Like, look at pool holes, like, Mickey Cabs, these legends of the games that kind of became (laughs) kind of these old thick shells of themselves. Like I, I I think this this gives Belly a chance. Like if he goes and he has the same year he had last year, he hits free agency and I think he'll get the two hundred million. Um, so I think Belly would have liked that contract now, but I think everything considered, it it makes sense to me. It
0: makes sense. I just think it's kind of a bummer. If I'm a Cubs fan, you're very excited for this year, but okay, he plays really well. Was well, gone, so it's thirty million dollars right. for one year hopefully you win the world series. You go to championship series. Like it's really, you win the division, whatever you value out of like that, but then he's going to be gone. He's going to be seeking the open market. If he doesn't play anywhere near it, well, now you got to pay him $30 million to do it again. And you are just hoping for a bounce back because that's, there's only three guys making more per year in the league. And now you're going to be paying him that guaranteed year too. If he regresses to 2021 or whatever Bellinger, now you're paying way more than you should for that Bellinger. So either if you're a Cubs fan, okay, this year's going to be awesome, but then he's going to leave us, right. or we're going to be on the bill for lesser value than what he gets. And I do think if he has like bad year, bad year, good year, like you're saying, I don't think he's going to get a big year there. I think he needs to do it now. Like, he needs to have a big season right now, and then he goes... Because last year was supposed to be the pillow contract. It didn't really work out. And now next year, he's going up against Soto, so he's going to have a, a long you know, process waiting that out and then seeing what he gets and then getting his. So you got even more like kind of competition on the market coming next year than you had this year. So I still think his best chance is to play really well this year, put back to back, then you can go get the 200 mil. Someone will give him that. But as a Cubs, like I hope he is really good this year or he's just like, marginally right perfectly placed at value right. and and he doesn't opt out but I think he's going to if he's anywhere near a positive player. I just there's so many there's so many contracts that have been given out recently that are longer term but kind of sensible that I'm like this is awesome. This is a win for the team. This is a win for the player. This is a win for a fan base. Where me is like I don't know, man. You did your pillow contract. You 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 should be getting more. No one wants to give you more. Like I would have rather him take like five years to get to a, a bigger total and be there with the Cubs. But instead, it's 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 just weird. I think we're gonna see a lot of these. Yeah. And I don't know if I like them. I think I like them for like the like a fringe, like the lesser money. But when we go into a player that's now earning the top five outfielder in the league um average salary, it's like mercenary weird opt-out baseball, which I don't really like. I like staying with the team. Yeah, I, th- I want the players to get paid, but I like
1: being with the team for a while. The the fan angle, sure. Sure. Like, Belly could be gone after this year, and you're going to... If he has a great year, you're going to wish you gave him the six-year 200, but they weren't willing to do that. So, yeah, if you look at, it at the AAV level, that's more than fair, but I think total value, contract-wise, I think Belly's 72nd in baseball, and that's behind, you know, I mean... Yoshida, some uh, who was the other who was the Giants outfielder, Jung Hoo Lee. But he can like, take those. I'm guessing he could have taken
0: way lesser AAV and would have gotten more years. Right.
1: Like, well, like we those don't would, know. Those would have been offered to him. We don't know. I'm guessing. But you'd you'd think. What's uh, Yoshida's it's a reasonable assumption? Uh, Yoshida was five 90. years ninety. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, if if your belly, you played at you know, a top 10 MVP level last year. You've had seasons previous to this that you have that you wanted to get paid that way because of the injury risk and missing years. Um, uh, I don't know. you. He still, because he's 28. The season this will is be his age 28 season. season. Yeah. 28, 29, 30 season. So I don't know if in... The, I think in the next two seasons, you're right. If he has two duds and then he, a good, it can't third be like year, the
2: the last two L.A. years. He's
1: gonna he's yes. gonna have to sign another contract, probably like this. Yeah. Um. But in the next two years, like I, I even think about Castellanos. Like Castellanos' first year in Philly wasn't good, and then he bounced back. Like. I don't know. Baseball comes and goes a little bit, and the other thing Belly has going for him, as long as he's out there, he's going to play high level defense. So he'll be able to rack up some WAR and spin spin things that way. But I agree
0: that this this season, next season, if he's good, as long as as long as
2: the other can't be like a disaster. Like if he
0: doesn't opt out after year one, it
2: can't be a disaster. Yeah, yeah, right. Has to
0: be. But then yes, but that third one, if you have two duds and then that, you're gonna,
2: you're just
1: gonna do. Well, that would that would be five of his last six years were bad. Yes. So, yeah. the fact he's getting $90 million. Um, so, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I do think from the fan perspective of baseball, this can be bad if we're heading that way. But I do think this is this is a pretty unique one, man. I mean, the 21 and 22 were really bad seasons. Uh, and then last year it came together. So, I, we've understood the hesitancy from a front office perspective. And I understand... Cody wanted to get paid like one of the best players in baseball because he was last year, um, Silver Slugger yeah. can play all over the field, lefty bat. Um, the like other,
2: you know the the Cubs fan perspective on, on it. Like it's not, it's not like this is a team that not to throw anybody under the bus, but like the Royals are a team that that never spends. or it's like, yeah, he has a good year this year, he opts out, and there's no chance of keeping him. Like the Cubs are a team that could very reasonably do the 5 one fifty after this or something if this year goes well. I don't think up. so. I think they would have done, done it. I think they would have done it.
0: I don't think it's – uh, It's guaranteed. not bad, but it's there's not just a – It's on auto
2: leave, though. That's, like, auto free agency, yes. Cubs might still be involved. Like, they're a team that spends.
0: Yeah. Well, I think they would have spent on him if they wanted. I think they probably – Sure. Are, there's a bigger market coming in, in the next couple of years that everyone's saving up for, which hurts Bellinger's case here. But I, I, there's a chance it's awesome, and I'm not, I don't hate it, but I just do, like from, from, it's awesome from, from for Belly. I'm thinking from the fans' perspective. Okay, for Belly, this is good. You get your money okay. and you get to prove it. But I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about a Cubs fan. You're like, okay, we got our dude. All right, we're just gonna have to do this saga again next year if he's really good. Right. And that stinks. Or if he's like a dud, we're paying the AAV he's going to get from us on a, on like, a, okay, now you have to prove it again. Like a pillow contract
1: is crazy high. And that's where I get weirded out. Yeah, I, I guess that's if things do go awry with this contract, whether it's injury or performance or whatever, I, I think Cubs fans are, then they just say we're happy it wasn't a six-year deal. Like I think that's their spin. Like that's from the Cubs accounts I was following. They were you know, the fact that this contract in in total doesn't hit a 100 mil is kind of wild for the year that they just watched Cody Bellinger have. Yeah. Um But so, it's also,
0: uh, and another reason why teams are, like, balking is because the expected numbers don't match up with the right. results, which, who cares? Sometimes that's true, and other times it hasn't been
1: but true. But that's what's funny with him, with Snell. Like, you, you're, I don't know, the... A lot of the metrics that normal things, normal players go off of, these guys don't have normal, and that's where their free agencies are weird. So that's where, and I know this this starts to segue into those other guys a little bit, but if Belly runs it back and does the same thing next year, four-plus war, uh, an 881 OPS, can play, you know, the outfield, he's stealing bases, he can play first base. If he runs that back again, he's going to get that that big deal, Uh, if not, you can either be the Cubs and chalk it up to one, one year and hopefully he bounces back. Um, I don't know. I, I do think this is kind of the future and I, I do like your angle of this might not be great, um, for the fan, but, uh, you know, we've, I've always been a players, players guy, um. That hitting free agency right is so hard. Like, in a way, Cody Bellinger hit free agency right. <laughs> he had a massive year, but the two years before that were, were so bad yeah. that he didn't hit free agency right. That if he does it again next year, he's going to get that $175, 200000000 contract. And if not, you know, he's locked up a good chunk of money. So I, I, I like the baseball side of it. I think the fan side is is more than fair. And it's the second time
0: Boris has now done one of these because he, Correa switched to Boris in the middle of that free agency, right? right. And then he did the Twins deal in this manner.
1: Right, and we, we all wondered if there was some weirdness there because we didn't know if Boris was going to get like that full oh, yeah. contract percentage.
0: Yeah, but it is because Boris always wants long-term tons of money and the Dodgers forever would never work with Boris and they... It's it, it's flipped. It's weird because right. now the Dodgers are giving out these long-ass contracts, tons of money, just deferring it, and Boris has now done two of these where three two years ago the Dodgers were giving out the two-year $60 million contracts and not and would not sign a Boris guy. So it's it's interesting. And then, yeah, now do the other uh, Boris three turn to the him. Boris four. He got called up. Turn to him and say, that is like great. PR by Boris.
1: Oh. Uh, no, still got four.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's actually still four here. Do they do they turn and, and Snell or Monty say, hey, well, I'll do that. Or is he
1: like, go float this? Or does it happen? That's what I'm interested in. And I'm also interested in super cuts. Go get yourself a super cut. How about that? That's pretty basic. <laughs> uh, super cuts. They've got an ongoing training program with their stylists. So you get... Delivered the perfect fade or whatever the latest trend is. Reps matter. No replacement for hard work. And Supercuts is proof of that. 23 million haircuts in 2023. Average review 4.88 out of 5 stars. That's for, for haircutting. You know, people can be tough about that. Why don't you head to supercuts.com today or walk right in for a real smart haircut? Uh, like I said, I used to when I was traveling, just pop into a SuperCuts, get that fresh cut. Whatever city you're in, you're ready to go. Go visit their website, SuperCuts.com. Click the link in the description. Go check out the SuperCut experience. Um, I'm super interested for the for the Boris 4. Cubs wise. Uh, their TPP will we haven't recorded that. So if you're looking for more deep dives into that with Belly and what that means for them, we'll have that coming up. Um, I think the other thing, just closing the full loop on Belly, um, like, I think he also wanted to be in Chicago. You know, I think that mattered. Like, he he probably did get other five, six-year offers from other teams, but I do think he liked being a part of the Cubs and seeing his career resurgence there. I, I think there's a, a comfort level with that. Yeah, but I think if anyone was offering him... If anyone was way offering way more that
2: money. contract he'd have taken it, but.
1: Well, and that's, I, per usual, would love to know the, behind the, what actually got offered to him. They should
0: make it mandatory that you tell everyone 15 years later.
1: Just make angels fans a lot more sad. (laughs) Angels are going to get Monty or Snell. Someone's going to crack soon. Do you think this contract is going to affect the year Boris for? Hmm. Mm, I don't know.
0: No. Pitching's so much more volatile. I I feel like. If thirty starts, coming off a good year. Like I, I don't know, because I kinda am not into these contracts. Right. So I would just try to maximize your years in the league. You know what I mean? When you when yeah. you're a pitcher and you get to thirty five, right? some guys gotta fucking scrap by. Taking one year deals, you know, you got to be like really. And these guys are both really good, but if they sign a two year deal and both two seasons are duds, they're like fighting to to for their next contract. Right? They're not like gonna get a a a cushy um, secondary one. You know what I mean? Does that, I don't know if I'm articulating what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like I, with Belly, I think he could play good in that third year and still get money and right. be around and get a deal, but. I'm not sure with Snell and Monty. Snell has two Cy Youngs, but if they like, if the Velo goes, if whatever goes right. in two years of this contract, like they're not guaranteed. So I, especially Monty, who just fucking yeah. earned it. Like
1: thoracic outlet syndrome, like that changes your career, I'm, and then it's fucking look at much look done. at
0: the timing of Woodruff's um, at Tommy John. That just cost him so much fucking money. I know yeah. I'm jumping ahead. So with pitchers. Or shoulder, or shoulder.
2: Yeah, he's a shoulder.
0: With pitchers, I would say get your long term most money, and if it's not what you thought it was going to be, it's still going to be so much money.
1: I I think. I think Belly's a pretty unique example. For Snell, I could see something similar happening, but you need more of an insurance policy on, on the back end, like whether that's even you know the. If it's if it's that type of contract, but years five, six, and seven are fifteen mil, which again the price for a Cy Young free agent pitcher at age thirty, I think you need to build in a little more insurance policy than Belly did, because um, pitching, it kind of like what you're saying, it can just end. Yeah. Like Belly, pretty much whatever happens to Belly, he could still go track down some fly balls and put some swings on it and and do something on the field if a pitcher, when it when it kind of ends, it kind of ends, that I could see Snell doing this. Snell, like you said, and that's where it's, I guess this is where I'm kind of happy and it's aligning with where I've been, is that his? he's a two-time Cy Young winner who just won the Cy Young and hit free agency and timed it perfect. But pretty much the only reason, like, you know, the year before this, 128 innings, which I know isn't... Super big, but also in today's baseball, it's not awful. He had a 3-3-8. He's got a career 3-2 that he just won his second Cy Young, but he walks people, and people are skeptical of that. That if I'm Snell, I would a 1,000%, wherever I'm going, have the first year opt-out at this point. Because if I run back the same season, I hit free agency and I say, dude, I... This is what I do. I have a career 3-2. I'm back-to-back seasons with ERAs in the tour, whatever it is. If I'm Snell and I do that, then I have done everything to earn the big boy, you, no negotiating, you have to give me $200 million, no questions asked. And I think he would get that if he ran back a similar season to last year. But you need more of an insurance policy. Yeah,
0: and if they do that with Snell, Boris is going to ask for $40 million year one. Which? Which I think teams aren't interested. Like Jack Curry for the Yankees yeah. just reported, the Yankees are not interested in a short-term deal.
1: Well, and I guess that's where you could still that insurance money on the back end. You could take a little out of the first years. It's just crazy because it's like, okay, we'll give you one year $40 million. And if it turns out you're
0: not worth that, don't worry. We're stuck with you for another four years right. for $35 million. That's where I don't understand why teams would really want to do these unless they really think that the guy's not going to leave. It's so a risk
1: on the back end. That's what yeah. it's always been with the big contracts. But
0: the front end needs to be more than a year for a pitcher, if it's, especially if it's $40 million. Because he's going to want to say it's like the highest AAV, yeah. not showing. Like one year
2: yeah. salary. Yeah, well, it's like, I I I've been trying to think the last few days about like, is there a rule of like how front loaded you can front loaded a deal? Dodgers blow up all the rules, so because I th- I think there's like not, but so like thinking about Yankees and Snell stuff, I was like, they do like a yeah forty forty twenty 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 twenty. I think there's some like, AAV rules because like they it, yeah, get it the out. out. Yeah, but, like, and I, the, I, I the Yankees don't, don't would have to pay. pay... All the tax. So,
0: um, but even though there's some of the other big spenders, like I, I think teams don't want to do that with a pitcher. How
1: about this? I, I think for Matt Chapman, he should be interested in that kind of deal. Because again, Matt Chapman, similar boat, like the defense you know is going to be there. Have we heard a thing about him this offseason? I think there's been Mariners rumors. I think there's Mariners and Giants, like actual rumors. Yeah. Giants are attached to everyone. Right. Giants are their managers,
2: Bob Melvin and Farhan, I believe, drafted Chapman, or at least was very of, involved in the A's during Matt Chapman's years. A lot of connections there's, there. there's a lot of at least like guys Matt Chapman knows there that like him. I mean, so the Blue been
0: Jays are, bro. I know the Blue Jays came out and said they're done. Are they really done? Like It's tough
1: to say what's a negotiating thing at this point. And IKFs,
0: they're starting third baseman. They have to be
1: talking with Chapman still. You'd like to think. Um, I, I like to think a phone call could happen. I think, and that's where that's where I, I guess, the other fan side, and not Cub fan, like you were saying with Belly, the baseball fan side of me. I'm excited for that contract format because if you're a team, you should be in on Matt Chapman now because if he's willing to do a contract like that, again, the the fear is that Matt Chapman can't hit, and so if if you're that team that brings in Matt Chapman and it's a Let's say it's very similar to Belly's deal. Probably less, if we're being honest. Like, Belly balled out last year. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like, what we're both saying the same thing, but it's, it's how you're viewing it. Like, hey, if Matt Chapman balls out, yeah, you wish that guy was going to be wearing your uniform the next five years, but you weren't willing to risk that. If Matt Chapman kind of does Matt Chapman things, then he's still got a chance to be there for two, three years that I – it's it's tough for me to picture a team if you only have to think about some of the big contracts we've seen. Well, actually, I actually i like this for
0: Chapman. I like it when okay. the 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 AAV on the first year is less. Like it's not crazy. Like I don't think his would be insane. I don't think I don't what do you think, think it would be. I don't think it would be thirty.
2: If it was. 252515 25, like just 5 million less. Yeah. I guess that's I my thing. Yeah. I think we're in the is same the ballpark, yeah. like,
1: you know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like Freddie Freeman got 27 Belly. uh average. Like it's some of the infielders are less and Chapman's hasn't been hitting as well the last couple of years. Like but it's, it's not going to be down. spread out.
1: That's the whole thing. Well, I'm comparing it to Belly.
0: Right. Like I think Belly's upside is higher. Depending on position value and all that. But he is a he can play center field. Like so yeah. yeah. I think if a team Fair does it with Matt Chapman, it's not it's gonna be less, but I don't know. No idea.
1: It's also like same B war last year, Belly and Chapman.
0: It's also in defense. Like this base just highly valued.
2: This like structure like qualifying offer and like losing draft picks stuff, like for the Cubs they they're not at risk of that, but I wonder or a team like Chapman, like is assigned signing team. Like, well, we need at least like two years of you to make having lost or moved back that draft pick, whatever the rule is now, like to make that worth it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, the qualifying offers not that like You know, I like this. It co- makes
2: sense on the Cubs, and there's no risk qualifying offer draft pick wise for them. But
0: I like this when the team has the double option, like the Yankees did with Garrett Cole, and that's what I was saying. on talking Yanks a bunch. Maybe that's what it's missing for me. Is where the Cubs can say, like, this is what I how mm. I like this is how I like mm. these deals, and 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 it's just a missing element. But the Yankees have done this before with players, so it would be like if um, if Bellinger got the same deal, three years, eighty million dollars, twenty or thirty, thirty, twenty, and then and then um, they say, okay, Bellinger, you can opt out, but if you opt out after year one, we are opting in for 35 year two and 30 year three. And then he's just guaranteed to get a raise. It's basically like, boom, get a raise. But if they, if he thinks he can get more than, that would now be 35 and 30. That would be 75 for two years. If he thinks he can go get 65, 65, yeah, dumb. Hmm. Uh, If he thinks he can go get more money over more years, maybe, but less value, whatever. If he wants a different shape, then... Then he would have to negotiate different things on the other end. But anyway, a double tap out. So you do get a raise. Okay, great. Your pillow deal worked. But guess what? We want first rights. So we're going to opt into this. You have to negotiate the numbers. I don't think I did good.
1: good <clears throat> yeah, I guess. Like tacking on. I guess wouldn't it wouldn't that stink for Belly? Because instead of him being able to opt out and get the 200 million contract, he's in for two for 65. Uh, you would do more years. Like It'd probably like, be like,
2: like m-
0: that's what they did with Cole. They added another year.
2: It'd probably be like you make it Cubs can opt in for like four and one twenty or something like thirty million a year. I think you have to push
0: it in this contract. Something like in this that, negotiation, right? you have to push it to something. Maybe the Cubs were like, we know you're worth it, but we can't afford that. Like and get it done. And if like and if they did do the double push, then you'd be happy with it.
1: Yeah, I I think. I think the Cubs are looking at it more business-like that, hey, if Belly Ball's out for them this year, like, you know, I, there's these, like, fake war money calculators. If Belly does what he did last year, he's probably worth $40 million. So they made, they made $10 million on that, not how it actually works. But if he goes to free agency again, they're like, well, we had really good value out of one year of Cody Bellinger. Like, you know, if belly balls out this year and he hits free agency, they sign him to a one-year $30 million contract, and they think that's a win.
0: Yeah, I don't... I don't know how one-year deals are ever a win for the team unless they go to the playoffs, sell a fuck ton of jerseys, more tickets for one year, Like, but I don't know if that comes with one year. Right. But I, don't, I genuinely don't know. Right. Like, in my head... It doesn't make sense unless you go get a a superstar, superstar. Maybe Belly is that, and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll at see. least
2: on their on their end, they also had him once. Like it, it'll be two total years as a cub. No, it does That isn't like actual math.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's perfect if he finishes the year at like. Uh, I mean, what's it going to take for him to not opt out? And if, uh if he like repeated like, hell yeah.
2: If he like repeated the I hey, need a higher batting average to be like happy with it for the Cubs, but the the twenty twenty
1: OPS landing point. Yeah, that would be my ask is make this a conversation again. Is Cody gonna Cody gonna opt out? That's from the baseball perspective. Um Cause yeah, I mean he doesn't he doesn't have a lot of comparable seasons that would be on the line. <laughs> he's he's pretty much I balled out and I would do free agency again or like oh my god, I'm coming back. Yeah. Give us a borderline seat. Give us your okay. What if he plays to his career averages next year? Two fifty eight, three thirty five, and eight twenty nine OPS, a one twenty OPS plus co-opt out I think so too I think that'd be worth the. Opt-out. can I give you a because the other thing here is back like back, if you're willing to do this contract you could probably get the same thing again right
2: like probably you could, more teams in on this no you could do three f- you anymore you could do no.
1: three for 80 again with the opt-outs and at one point you're just in
0: yeah I think so it's just a hassle I think, you know, it's why He's Bryce smart. Harper, when he was when he was doing his deal, he told Boris, I want one team, right. I want no trades, I want nothing, I want no hassle, I want to spend my, the rest of my career with this. Now he was good enough and long right. enough and awesome enough to do that. But it was still cool to hear a player be like, I don't want any hassle. I want to be there, and I want to be there.
1: Yeah, I guess that would have been interesting if Belly's contract came out and it was like 8 for one fifty that's what
0: I'm that's what I would have that's what I was saying at the beginning comparing right. him to Yoshida and that like I would have loved and that's why I'm saying Snell and Monty should go do go get the most years Spread it out. for the most money you can and have a fucking career like
1: yeah I agree I agree with Monty for that I think the other free agents have like Monty's peaked. I definitely agree. Monty's the best one for
0: that. Snell should be getting more and can maximize. I I do but like other. In a position but if really Belly did this, if it was on the table, I would have yeah. been like, I don't know, man. Do you want to just like,
1: right? Not have do to worry this, about still? this anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if that was even floated because I I do think, I do think, from the front office perspective, they would rather pay the big number up front than worry about. Years, five, six, seven, eight of Cody Bellinger making 15 mil a year or whatever it is. Cody thinks he can cash in a little more if he has a good year in a couple of years, so. Hmm. Mm. <coughs> Snell, do this with the Yankees. And then Red Sox will counter with Monty. And then Matt Chapman. I don't know, man. Saw a video of him in the cage this weekend, so. Okay, He's putting in the work. Yeah,
0: he should be. They like got to sign soon, but they won't. They're gonna wait for more. In- they're gonna wait for injuries. They're gonna wait till every t- every pitcher has gone through like a start on each team.
1: Uh, yeah, at this point. Yeah, this yeah.
2: This point, see how this week goes before you get like. Nervous you can't start the year on time if you're the pitcher. Chapman, I guess, Yeah, maybe in hey, spring training. Cole
0: hasn't coaches. thrown yet. Cole hasn't thrown yet. You know, maybe he's uh, working on something. Maybe he's beat up. They'll sign you. Boris's little weasel.
1: DraftKings, make sure you guys are getting in on the action. The NBA is rolling right now. Uh, and DraftKings is offering you a no sweat bet, up to $1,000 back in a bonus bet. When you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use code TALKING. New customers can get a no sweat bet up to $1,000 if your first bet loses. Wow. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code TALKING. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call eight seven seven eight 8 hope ny or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus ages vary by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com/promos for deposit wagering eligibility restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Jim. Wow. Jimbo. Jim Buck. Two.
0: Where do you want to spin to next?
1: Um. Let's see. Uh, we have some pitching updates. Uh, do I want to go there? Uh, Mitch Keller extension. I think is snaps. We met him. He's nice. Um,
0: Largest contract for a pitcher in Pirates history.
1: I, we were doing one of Jolly's videos the other day, a strikeout video, and Mitch <laughs> Keller's season last year is a oddly Big high strikeout in, number. Oddly high in Pittsburgh Pirates history. So uh, good for him. Go Rats, go. I think you were saying. Third straight year, the
0: Pirates have extended a member of their core for at least $70 million. So kind of nice. Spend, you like that. Yeah, I do like that. Spending some money, keeping them around. And they got skeins and other people coming, so they're looking
1: to build. Skeens on the scenes is what you've been saying. I heard that.
0: I haven't said it yet.
1: You mentioned Brandon Woodruff before. He re-signs with Milwaukee, Algonquin for the good place. Uh, and we've got some contract funk here, which is kind of fun, but like you said, it also... The timing for Brandon Woodruff was really tough.
0: Yeah, I mean, go look at his stats. This dude's been nothing but good when he's pitching, and he made twelve million a year in arbitration last year, and this coming season would have been his uh, walk year, like one more year. So if he's healthy and repeats everything he's done, he's looking at big-time money, I think. Am I wrong there?
1: Oh, no. He would have been... <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just talked a lot about how free agency can get a little weird. But, yeah, no, Brandon Woodruff's been really good, and he would deserve a contract. A Whatever contract. Monty's getting,
0: Whew. Woodruff would have got more. Yeah. 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 yeah,
2: Even even last year, I would not have guessed he pitched this much, and it was 67 innings, pitch 11 starts, 2-2-8. Like, he was awesome, got yeah. limited action last year, less limited than I thought. Yeah,
0: so arbitration said he was going to get around $15 million this year. Uh, and the uh, Brewers were like, well, you're hurt, so we'll just non-tender you, and then he became a free agent, and then that sucks. The timing on that is awful. So people thought other teams were going to pick him up. He stays with the Brewers. He's going to get $2.5 million this year to rehab and $5 million in 2025 to do kind of the second half of rehab and get back into the big, so that's... Seven and a half million over the next two years to get back into shape. And then there's a twenty million mutual option for twenty twenty six with a ten million dollar buyout. So he's guaranteed ten million if he's like, I want to go get free agency. Oh no, he would opt in for twenty.
2: Either of them can opt out of that one more at twenty.
0: And he would get ten.
2: And he he gets ten if either of them say no. If yeah. he says no, or so
0: it's it's seventeen no. million for the next two years with the buyout. Because mm. one of them says no, he's a free agent. He's going to earn in twenty twenty six whatever his new deal is, and that ten million would be so seventeen million to have a full rehab year and then a half like
1: rehab get back to pitching year. Um. I yeah, he'd have to be. Th- this one kind of falls under the. You wonder what else was out there.
0: He'd have to be bad to not to take that op to, to take the twenty mil. The mutual, mutual options, options
2: kind of exist just to get
1: declined. It, for both sides to land on that twenty mil. Is that an AAV avoidance?
0: Like it was that is that bookkeeping? Because now that ten mil, instead of putting I think it that goes on
2: backwards eventually, but like in real time you don't have to do it. That
0: back I thought they changed it, but The Yankees used to do this all the time with, uh, like, Brett Gardner, where he would get a signing bonus, and then he would get a buyout number, and that would get his overall price way
2: higher. I think it's because, I I think it's like your buyout number has to be, it's like has to be at least half of what your salary the year before is. In this case, it's double, so he's, he's well over. And then it's like for AAV purposes, it counts as a guaranteed season. So I think then it does spread out.
0: Yeah, some weird. Yeah, that buy that buyout the is there. Exact verbiage of the rule. It's I, just I'm to put ten more guaranteed like million dollars down. Whew.
1: Woodruff have a good twenty twenty five? Yeah. All that free agency timing stuff we just talked about. That sucks. <laughs> if he doesn't <laughs> like, he's had an amazing career and he'll he might not get a proper free agency. Great. Liam
0: Hendrick goes to the Red Sox. Two hey. years, ten million dollar deal. There,
1: the front office listened. Yeah,
2: we need help. Go See? get him. <laughs> and it, and it's very similarly s- structured. Two million base salary. He got. Did he get a sign He was
0: texting now? me a little bit when he was hurt. Maybe I should uh, text back. Like He's a Red Sox now. Couple of Aussie yeah, it was, boys.
2: It was, it was it was cricket chatter. Uh-huh. Yeah, two, um, two mil this year in salary, six mil 2025 when he'll pitch the full year, and then there's a $12 million mutual option, which, again, those exist generally to just be declined by somebody, uh, and he gets a $2 million buyout on that.
0: Speaking of, I met Frankie Schwindel
2: this weekend.
1: Wow, Frank the Tank.
2: Yeah,
0: and I, I, I big-timed him. He said I had to go back because uh, I was at the bar Claire was crying. I was getting her into the stroller, trying to get her uh, calm down, to take her on a walk. And uh, but I wasn't leaving. But I think that group thought I was leaving, so they were coming to say hi before I left. And then I was, I was fighting, wrestling a crying baby, and like, yeah, thanks, things, 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 I'm Frankie Schwindel. And I was like, in my my head, I went, what,
1: the player, Frankie like, Schwindel,
0: the player, aren't you in spring training? Did you? Not, yeah. Did he? Is he not playing anymore? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, it was blah, blah, blah. like pretty quickly, yeah, pretty quickly. And I left. And then I came back in because I got but I went up to him like, sorry, man. took me a second. I was, I was doing a lot. Didn't expect you here. But I, yeah, he's from New Jersey. And then you look at him and you're like, oh, yeah, of course. You're a big player. you got the chain on, the black shirt, the chain. Like, hair, right. hair look good. Like, you look like a version of Trev. Right. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah. It was cool. St. John's, kid.
2: Family. Big New Jersey family. Remember? Yeah. It was like a, at when I went to a Yanks-Cubs game you know, two, three years ago or whatever. There was a, a whole Swindell section that was. They're the group of people wearing Schwindel jerseys, so you could you could guess that that was family. I yeah, up, jersey easy commute for them.
1: Schwinning, you like that Sox pen?
0: Um, yeah, mm. yeah, I I do. I'm, I I that was a that was that was a sigh of like yeah, but like, are they gonna start?
1: Henley and Chris Martin back there is pretty cool. No, the pen is really good. Yeah. And whichever one of Whitlock or Houck that ends up back there.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, one of the comments on the TPP fan that it released yesterday Mm. was like, no, we feel really good about our pen, so I think the Red Sox and the fans are aligned on it's worth checking out the upside on one of those two being a starter. So, sure. They are into it.
1: They're deep into their careers.
2: At this point. Yeah, right? Gotten, like, what, three full years out of
1: them? Uh, I think the other, Geo signed with the Tigers, Gio Urshela. Um, they've just got a whole bunch of, the end of their roster is just going full kind of Swiss Army knife. Like, <sighs> Gio, Zach McKinstry, Matt Veerling, like, all of those guys on a given day can play anywhere. Go Detroit, go. We're always saying on this show. Um, and then the other kind of flashy one, Tim Anderson to your your fish. Yeah,
0: which was funny because it made sense because they're you know a ball and play team, contact yeah. team, and he <laughs> was.
1: Uh, is that the most contact up the middle out of any team? If if Anderson, if it's a rise Anderson, shortstop, second base, yeah. Is he going to
0: be the starter? I mean, they didn't have any shortstops. I but I don't. I don't fully know what the plan is. That was my guess, but again, it's not like. St- Five I think
2: Fangrass has him as the starter right now. I don't know if there's like a kid who they're going to give it a shot and he's like insurance.
1: Well, we know they have John Birdie. Oh, um, always. And he can, he can be util. I think the other thing that's going to allow them to be flexible is like a rise at second base isn't goaded, as the kids say. and then not know well, you, you were going to say that. Um, they, I think it can give them some options if they want to put him at DH or if they want... Um, a rise at DH, yeah. Rise has
2: done some DH first base in in his career.
1: Like rotate him and Bell in the DH. If right now it has Abascal Garcia as their DH and he's struggled the past couple of years, so I I think it gives. A rise them... as a DH is tough. He's got to learn how to field. Let's do that next. Okay, Luis. Where do you want him to learn how to field? Don't care. Okay. I mean, <laughs> let's
0: just do it because you. I I, I like his his abilities a right. ton. I love it. I think you need it in a lineup. It needs to come with a glove with it.
1: Okay. You, you can't have
0: a do powerless DH.
1: I can make it work if I get the power elsewhere. But they're not. Well, they're the Marlins.
2: I know. It's not ideal. It's not ideal. He dh in his final year with the Twins. He dh 38 times. Arise. Once last
1: year. I mean, a couple batting title champs top the lineup? Mm-hmm. I'll... I'll say I do like that. I'll say this. But Anderson has had struggles at shorts up as well.
0: Yeah. People were saying he had to move off short and and he was one of
1: the worst hitters in baseball last year. Hey, hopefully that's in his rear view. I can I'll accept some. The White Sox were just the worst ever and wash that off. Um, My nice thing I want to say to the Marlins is and I this is my critique of the Rockies. The Marlins are trying something. Like, hey, if a Ryze and Anderson click up top, Bell, Burger, Chisholm run into a couple. You know what they're trying? They're trying something. You know what they're trying? They're trying money. 1980s they're trying Moneyball. Would you say it's like reverse Moneyball?
0: Well, Moneyball was all about finding a statistic. Debt ball. It was finding right. a statistic, finding that, the hole that no other teams don't value. And then it's actually good and you can value it. At the time period, it was on base percentage. Right. A lot of people think Moneyball was just about on base percentage, but it was no, it was because it was undervalued by other, every other team. What's a stat that is undervalued across baseball right now? Batting average. And the Marlins can get guys that have the highest batting average and they can even win arbitra- arbitration con- arbitration cases against batting title leaders. That's how undervalued this stat is. So they can go get guys that are really good at this statistic for cheap. Hey, so I'm rooting for it. It's basically,
1: you know. Give me a rise and Tim Anderson, both hitting 330 come the end of April. Screw it. Ball and play. Come play ball and play. Tim Anderson. Tough free agency timing for Tim. But he gets the one year five mil i didn't I didn't think he was gonna get like a guaranteed contract, so good on him,
0: yeah I mean last year
1: was it's as tough as the season can get, I know, but the four before that are so good right they do hold they do carry they gotta carry some weight they gotta carry some weight I do think um for him it's also a bad combination of like he was a the nerds always thought he was going to fall yeah. off because he's not an exit velo guy and yeah. that stuff. He thought
2: he was overperforming, and, and I, th- I think he's uh, like the twenty twenty two numbers on the whole are fine, but I think there was yeah the second half was hurting bad. I mean, so it's like I been think almost two years since we saw him be good. Who, who on tonight? the
0: White Sox had a good yeah. second
2: half? Because that team, I think, was basically yeah. like I, I'm talking about twenty twenty two seasons ago. Oh, so like second all, half of that season? Second half of that season was bad, so we're, like, approaching two years since you were good. He, still, he made the All-Star team in the first half.
1: Come on, Elo. I have had a big
2: second half. Wait, wait, second start. half of? Second wait, half of 2022. I don't think he played. He didn't play a whole lot, and it was bad. It's dra- yeah, dragged tw- some numbers down. 22
0: games. I think he was had to be playing hurt, I would guess. I he assume so, hurt.
2: and then it was 2023, which was... The worst series capable of.
0: So coming off an injury, vibes stunk.
1: Okay. Luis Robert, how was your second half?
2: Gotta have it. June, July, August is forty games. OPS in the <sighs>
1: fives. Robert had a worse second half than first half.
2: I mean, uh,
1: how could you not?
0: How could you not? Yeah. How could you White Sox not? as a team, and then we'll get out of here because I got hey. t- I got to let you know. Um. Half. I'm going to control find half. First or second half? White Sox as a team last year. First half. 686 OPS. Second half, 661. I'm going to click second half so you had a good one.
2: You had a good one.
0: Elvis Andrews. (laughs) Great second half. 305 batting average, 473 slug. Where'd he go?
1: That second half Elvis Andrews, man.
0: Uh, Yon Mankata had a great second half. Okay. Good second half. I, I think it's a good second half. And Andrew Vaughn, pretty good second half. You want the on-base to be better, but while you going to walk,
2: you get he's shit a, done. He's at least a guy they'd like to be part of the group. Long term.
1: Yeah. Everyone tweet at Trev. Good luck getting down the hill, buddy. That's
2: a really good second half from...
1: Elvis Andrews'
2: deal, man.
1: Well, just nobody
2: Nobody will sign him. I mean,
0: take Elvis Andrews over to Manor. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Boom, ba-boom, ba If you're throwing five mil around, throw it Elvis Andrews' way. Jake sucks. All over here
2: Older, maybe he's only got certain teams he wants to go to. Just played for some bad ones.
1: Elvis Andrews' career earnings? Tons.
2: That's the one big deal, right? <coholic worldly vocabulary> <fficial> Woo! Up
1: 37.
0: Wow. Wow.